Let me tell you something, brother. But to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Debbie Debbie Pod. Pod. Mike. I thought you forgot the name for a second. Well, I did, didn't I? Debbie Pod. Mike James Wrestling Undertaker. No, he's not back. Maybe you wish he was. Shawn Michaels. No, not. No, he's not back. <laughs> Maybe you wish he was. WrestleMania 25. Are we doing a list of a load of names of people we'd like back? Okay, yeah. Top three wrestlers you'd like back. Go. Oh, I like that. Well, Shawn Michaels. Fine. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. I'm so tempted to say Chris Benoit, but that's horrible. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. You spat my tea out. I nearly got me the Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Tea nearly came out my mouth. And all over the computer screen. And number three, I don't know. People are coming back. Edge is back. Christian's back. Lesnar's always hovering in the wings. A lot of people would say CM Punk, but am I alone in that I don't give a fuck about his tweets? Uh, is that just me? Well, that's interesting. Yeah, let's let, let, let's because I mean I would, the, the news has been I don't want to say it's been not much, but let's talk about let's talk about CM Punk then his tweets. Let's yeah. do. Um, let's go. To, I'm going. To, I'm, let's even. Pardon. No, no, you carry. You learn about yourself. He seems to be doing a thing lately where well, I say lately over the last five fucking years where if ever something in wrestling happens, he basically tweets, I wouldn't come back for this, or this is shit, or this is shit, or this is shit. All he does is criticise, and I, I loved CM Punk when he was around, but is CM Punk criticising current wrestling any different from someone who played football 10 years ago popping up a match of the day? Is it any different? Well, maybe, because, of, because of a match of the, if you're a match of the day, you're more relevant. Oh, nicely done. But yes, you're right. Is there being paid for their opinion? He's just giving his commentary. He knows loads of people want him back. He will come back surely at the right price slash time slash, well, you know what what he yeah what he wants to do. But yeah, it, it's got to the point now. The idea of having back is cool. Will you and I surely comes back probably despite this. But yeah, it's sure. almost like yeah, you can shut up now because a bit of it was cool. Now you just sound like a bitter person. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. It's just like, I hate the business, so I left. That should be the end of the thing. The yeah, funny they went to Europe chiming in. The fact that he keeps chiming in makes it seem like he does want to be part of it. It's like, please listen to me. You know? He says, interrupting James. No, no you're right. You're right. I mean, you, as a, you went to UFC, didn't do very, very, very well there. I think he's cutting his nose despite his face because very much like Edge, if he wanted to, especially the way WWE is now, he could almost get any kind of deal he wanted. I'm not talking about like Brock Lesnar money, but in terms of he'll come back for two, three shows a year. Yeah. A very good, a very good amount of money. Kind of, maybe very similar to what Edge thing. has. Yes, yeah. indeed. But he's but he's not he's decided not to do that. And yeah. Yeah. I just just no. Okay. Okay. It's CM Punk. Just, yeah, you're right. It's weird. It just sounds bitter. And well, he's bitter. That's obvious. I don't want to 
sound too weird, you know what I mean? But at the same time, if WWE rang him and offered him a shitload of money to do a few dates a year, he'd still say yes. So he's so he's both bitter and a potential hypocrite. Get over yourself, yeah. damn it. You're yeah. not Hulk Hogan. Well, he's not, isn't he? He's kind of like, um, you know, like as much as I, and I'm sure you love Brett the Hitman Hart. Yes. But I do feel, if I was really honest, as much as I love him, I do think there are times in interviews he's done and some of the articles that I've read about him, albeit I don't know him, but I do think he takes himself sometimes a bit too seriously. And I think CM Punk is also guilty of that. My um, so. Yes, that makes us, Bret Hart is Bret Hart's own biggest fan. And, yes. although, and although we all love a bit of Bret Hart, we all love the excellence of execution, no question about it. As you say, he does take it very seriously. I'm just making noises. I know. It's, it's not... Yeah, you're right. It's, they, they do take it far too seriously, though. They you're do. right. And it's it's a bit sad, isn't it? Um, Kind of like... Yeah, it's that, that's interesting. Because I wouldn't mind seeing him back in the right feud, but there's if, if I was omnipotent basically, you know, like bringing Shawn Michaels at his peak back, there's a, there's other people that I'd much rather see back at their peak. Like I would love to see Stone Cold back at, back. Um just to see what he could do with this current roster, for example. Now that would yeah, be you know? quite something, yes. Or Stone Cold to appear in AEW, that'd be interesting. Um it's, well JRJR's his best mate. I guess technically you never know. Oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, you know stuff like that. It would just be it would just be very very interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, well, while we're talking about people popping up in random places, as it were, maybe we should mention that recently there's been so many releases. We should talk about that. Perhaps. Oh my God, WWE releases. Look, there will be surely. Okay, let's do a look. Look at. I know you mentioned it before. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the full list of superstars and employees that they've released. Yes. This was on the 7th of May, 2021, so it's not the most up-to-date. There must be a more up-to-date up one. I mean, I mean, if, the if, if there isn't a more up-to-date one, I can make some names up if that would help. I would like that very much. Okay, fine. Um, you do your list. I'll add some weird ones on the end. Okay. Uh, biggest, literally and figuratively, I think, uh, Bron Strowman. Mm. Now, that was quite a surprise. I thought. Why? Why, though? I, d- I mean, there's rumours. Why? There's rumours that he had a very big pay packet. But does that mean you fire someone? Really? Maybe. And also, WWE would have agreed to that deal in the first place. They did, didn't they? I think because they've got another big guy in the wings, haven't they, up and coming? He's actually taller than Ron Strowman. But, but what's I thought was more really impressive about Strowman was yes he was really tall but he also had the physique uh, to match mm. like a really I mean like where Big Show and I'd argue Andre were tall I think they're both taller than him maybe but yes, they, they never were. had they yeah um uh, they, they, never they had, weren't so shredded shall we say no which is one no. Having said that, I would say there's a good argument to make Big Show in WCW and Andre at his peak. You could argue they're better wrestlers, albeit they still may have been somewhat limited to what they could do because they're so big. But you can make an argument that, you know, in between the two bell sounds, they might have been better. But still, uh, Bond, you know, Strowman had a very, very good look. And I, and I think 
getting rid of him to save money. But this is it. They're, they're getting rid of people to save money, yet they're still posting almost record profit levels in the last and, year and a bit. And Vince McMahon has publicly said he's scouting for new talents. So they clearly want to replace these guys that they're firing to save money. Well, they're yeah, not I, firing to save money. You're firing them because they only got so over. But they Braun, well, Stro- Braun Strowman was very over. Actually, he's not the best wrestler in the world without that. There's no doubt, but he was very over. Yeah, but when you're a big guy like that and you're being booked as a big guy, you don't need to be the best wrestler in the world. I mean, the impressive thing with a big guy is dominating it until someone then slams you or does the fu attitude adjustment or picks you up you, you know that's the big thing with a you know like like John yes, Johnson when, when used correctly yes yeah so um, um so, so they do have a potential and i do think you can almost treat them more as a one treat pony but mm. yeah i always remember what is it big shows feud against the boss man about his daddy oh yes Yes, there was it where, where Bossman and Albert turned up at Big Show's dad's funeral and nicked the coffin. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fuck you know. It was, but the sad thing is, at the time, it was entertaining, and I guarantee you, if we watched that again, you and I would laugh. You reckon? We would be entertained for the wrong reasons, but yeah. That's that's true. That's true. When we were fifteen, it was amazing. Nowadays, it'd be amazing in a very wrong way. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Fandango gone as well, released June. Now, I, more recent than Maiden, that's good. Released June. I was very disappointed to see Fandango and Tyler Breeze both gone because what was it? The Fashion Files when they were a team on SmackDown was so much fun. Breeze. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Breeze. it reminded what me. What do we do about this outfit? It was brilliant. It reminded me of. Almost of the original run, run of Miz and Morrison when they did their show. Oh yeah, yeah, it I was very yeah. tongue and cheek akin to that. And ultimately, you know, both of them, maybe in particular Tyler Breeze, because I know him a bit better. Both of them excellent, excellent in the ring and completely, completely wasted. It is strange. I mean, to us, what's the most strange is the timing of it, because the two of them. Are decent in the ring. I, I don't know if I'd say excellent, if I'm perfectly honest, but uh, but but they found a good niche in this comedy tag team which could also wrestle. They finally became NFC tag team champions about nine months ago, I think, and now they're gone. It's a very odd finding, I felt. And you said that the, the magic word there for me, Mike, was tag teams because WWE over. I'd probably I'd say since the last 15 years probably since we've been doing this podcast have yeah. had a very up and down and inconsistent tag team division they have it had its moments of resurgence with the new day cesaro mm-hmm. and sheamus and perhaps the shield and i guess the white family so there was that period for a year or so where things were looking better but you're right it's been very patchy over the last 10 15 years I know. I mean, you look back at the 80s, the list of tag teams that, I mean, they were as legendary as some of the like, le- like legend, like single wrestlers themselves. Without question, you know, yeah. Like, um, but we don't, other than like the, the New Day, I mean, you know, uh, we'll have to look back in the history book to see how relevant they were. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, they, they've been around for so long. Um, but yeah, and they, and they haven't really got that. These established tag teams, uh, they 
put two people together sometimes and break him up. I'm, I mean, Randy Orton, bro, you know, um, RK bro. Ah, yes. Quite good. How long are they going to be together? But you know that's not going to be long term, do you? Yeah, that's, no, pretty, that's, that's just pretty story. temporary, yes. Which is, which is good in a way, because what they're trying to do there is basically the rock and sock connection, which work we will as well. Um, They've thought about that, that's a good point. But yeah, but you knew that, but even in your heart of hearts, you knew it probably, even as a kid watching it, that was not going to be permanent. And they don't really have these permanent tag teams with a decent, you know, consistent, I'm saying. Because as you said, there have been points where that's been really good, but it's not all the way, it's not all the way through. And uh, I mean, tag teams are quite often, they, they, they can be your co-main event at pay-per-views if done well, and people yes. care about it, but no. When, when have people now really, really cared about the tag team championships? Um, now and again, sort of, but not consistently, I'd say, since... Um, um, and I'm talking about... When I say consistent, as in for, for the period of, like, a year, not probably since the Attitude Era, and I'm not, mm. you know... And since the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, New Age, New Age Outlaws, the Hardy Boys, Right to Censor, TNA, uh, you know... Too since, cool. Since, too cool since then. Because you had all these established teams and you had your favourites and you had the ones you didn't like. You had the heels, the acolytes. You had the ones you didn't mm. want, but they were all established teams. No, there's one you, thing. Yeah. There's one right. thing along your lines that's crossed my mind, right? Oh, yeah. It used to be a thing that, as you say, you have a successful tag team. And in the 80s and perhaps the 90s, as you sort of mentioned, the Attitude Era, if you're a really good team, they could stay the course for the whole career, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. The Road Warriors, the Freebirds, the Dudleys, etc. And then yeah. th these days, it's the case that either WWE break them up or the team themselves want individual glory. And although it's understandable to want the individual glory, the thing I can't quite work out is why do more teams choose to split up these days than used to? That's why I call it, if WWE split them up, that's different. But why do so many teams these days want the individual glory when back in the 80s and 90s, dual glory was enough? I can't is, work that out. Is that because they know the tag team division is almost going down like a T-junction road, ultimately a dead end mm. down the road, because it's not established enough? Because you know we'll never get those WrestleMania ladder matches or the feeling of them back again in, in, in respect of tag team divisions. Um, you know that you could potentially, where in the past you could put tag team, two established tag teams, arguably as a main event on a Raw or SmackDown, you can't mm. anymore. And the money is in the single matches, maybe. So you, think may, so you think if there was more emphasis on the division, that teams would stay together longer? It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because think about it. You yeah, because that's the only reason why I could think you'd want to break up. Because, I mean, you think about the Dudley boys and the, and the, the Dudley boys, and I'd even probably say the Hardys, separate them and they're not you think you, you'd normally think oh we've got two excellent single wrestlers here but it never really works out as much and you think all the t-shirts that people get all the uh, other brand that people get the reason why you want to watch matches the the um um when you when you buy the the, the two figures you know in you know from to well not toys Us, but smith toys or whatever yes um, and and because that that tag team team is is a brand isn't it and splitting them up ruins that brand that's a very good point, because to push someone individually or two people individually takes twice the effort, twice the investment, twice the yeah. TV time. Yeah, I see your point. I see your point. 
Well, has it, yeah, in it, addition it, to, as you say, some of them are just more lackluster on their own. Some of them, sadly. Yeah, some. Yeah. I mean, some of them are. I mean, I mean, you have, for example, what is it? Oh, um, Big Cass and the crazy guy with the hair. Enzo. Yeah. Okay. Good example. I mean, take them as an, as an example. As uh, both of them are the tag team. Okay. Okay. Neither yeah. of them are amazing. Neither of neither of them are amazing wrestlers. No, especially yeah. solid. Let's say one of them was the big muscle. The other one was definitely the mouth. The mouthpiece. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, you know, together they come up with they basically together they are the full package of what would be a single superstar and what you'd look for. You know, like a single guy can, uh, um, uh, you know, can wrestle, be really and good, and have charisma. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost together they were proper, you know, proper up there. But then you you break them up and what have you got? Kind of nothing really. And that's what it showed. Yeah, that sums it up very nicely because it's Enzo Amore in the ring. If we're honest, was not very good. And Kaz in the ring was very good at the hot tag. So a tag team is a good, you know, that was taking two wrestlers who were not ready to be individual stars and putting them together. It worked beautifully. When they split them up, I thought it's a year too soon is Mm -hmm. what I thought. Because Kaz, I think, has a future. He's now in Impact Wrestling, in case you didn't know. That's what he did. Enzo is, do they have job centres in America? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that uh, but as you say between the two of them their combined gifts was like an individual star so I I, I mean WWE and AEW and everyone maybe not so much AEW but the, uh, there is this feeling and I can somewhat understand it that there's more money in individual stars than tag teams now that is well, true there is. A, that is true but there's only room for so many individual stars and, and it's also because well. w, yeah, because WWE has made it that way as well. Oh, I mean, good point. Be, like, when I say individual stars, we're talking about probably the top between five and maybe ten, but probably more near five percent of the roster will yes. be getting that individual star six, you know, million over a million dollar salary where the other where the others won't. So the argument being, you could probably make more money as a successful tag team than you could, even I'd argue, maybe in the upper mid card. If you are the tag team to watch for three or four years, surely you're going to be making more money than being the intercontinental champion, occasionally main eventing, but not often, kind of thing. Makes a lot of if sense. Pushed, if, if, yeah, if somebody really pushed it right, yeah. Um, I, I, at no point did I think we would end up spending that much time on... Um, on, on on tag team, but you're right, and it, and it's a shame because tag team wrestling is completely different to singles. It, it's a different dynamic, different psychology. They can tell different different stories when in the ring, and and I don't know they they really give it enough. I think AEW, um, I feel have a maybe a better tag team division, at least the way it's. Represented I would agree. To be. I would agree, and, and also they give they give their tag. Champions longer reigns, which gives it a bit more feel to it. Yes. So. Yes. Very sad. Um, mm-hmm. who, who else have we got released? Well, I talk about tag teams. Ever Rise released uh, in June 2021. Tony had you had you heard of Ever Rise? Because I've got to say I've never heard of them. Ever Rise, no. even. Ever Rise. No. I I, I just I, I heard they released. I thought who? What? I must have not seen NXT for a few weeks. So I had no idea who they were. They were formerly known as Team 3.0. They didn't have a long stay. Um, you got Arto Ross. Oh, I forgot his name. How do you pronounce that again? Arturo. Sorry, Arto. Yeah. Arturo. 
Um, I think I know it. I mean, I, I feel bad that there's a few of these I hadn't even heard of. But And that may make some of our listeners think, why the fuck are they doing this? But to be honest, recently, I'm more AEW, if I'm honest. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think we mentioned in the last one, the one good thing about AEW is... Well, no, the one good thing. Well, no. In England, is you don't have to pay to watch it, other than obviously ah, the standard TV yes. license. Um, yes, because it's ITV4, isn't it? Or three or four. Yeah, so at least in theory, it has a potential much bigger audience than WWE, who has, who has gone to BT Sport, which still really, really scratches my head. Yeah, baffling. I mean, I mean yeah. Um, Behind a paywall that nobody pays for. That's the thing. Um, versus... Very strange. Um, I know. It, uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, how many people subscribe to BT, BT Sport? Four. Four. Four people. One of them is my brother, because he loves his football. The other three, nobody knows. They all live in one house in Shropshire. It's so really? Happens. Yeah, it's something I happen to know. Four people, <laughs> one one does be brother, three of them are housemates in Shropshire. They go to the University of Salisbury. It's a disaster. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to who has a bigger I'm trying to find out if they if, if they've actually released numbers. But I can't well, find for, any. For Raw. No, for BT Sport versus Sky on, on oh, even sure. when you're looking at hey, Sky oh, will. I could be wrong, but I'd have thought that BT would be Sky's bitch. Surely. <laughs> I mean, what? I know. I mean, I mean, BT may be a bit cheaper, but Sky's so much more established. Yeah. How many cars do I sound right now when I speak in this way? I haven't got You're either. Right. I haven't got either, but there we are. Have you got Sky? Oh, right. uh, I do have Sky. Not Sky Sports anymore, though. I've got Sky F1. That's the only sports channel I watch now. Uh, so. you do. You do love your broom broom, don't you? I do. I watched it today. Yeah, I do. I do love. I do love the Brum Brum. Um, that's so, a few years ago. I went to a Formula E race. Oh, well, yeah, in London. Yeah, I told you that it was. It was one in Battersea. Yes. Oh, I did tell you that. So you you mentioned it, but um, yeah, yeah, no, I know it was. In, I, yeah, why would you hold it in Battersea Park though? I never quite. I mean, if you want a Formula E race, I think about it you wouldn't you rather have it like the main straight being down the mouth or somewhere like that you know what i mean like with it if it's going to be on tv that would be be brilliant but if f1 haven't got that yet then formula e ain't got a hope in hell it's the bt sky sports theory see how we bring it back round. we planned this last night there we go there we go there we go boys there we go boys and girls so we've spoken about c we've spoken about cm junk um oh my is that what is, is that what uh, AJ Lee calls him? Yes. Oh, see him, John. AJ Lee. I know. Uh, AJ Lee. She was that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, there were rumours that she was coming back as well, weren't there? Well, did you hear who came back this week? Who came back this week? Zelina Vega. Oh yes, of course. I I I was. I'll be honest. I was sucked in by the rumours. I assumed she'd go to AEW and join Andrade. But now she's, she's re-signed and back on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. I know. And that's slightly interesting. That it is. Mm. Oh, that is yes. interesting. Alistair Black. That was a surprise. What about, oh, yeah, he, well, he's gone, hasn't he? Yep, he's gone. Yes, he has. 
Yeah. Move your eyes right. And you know, I all I thought this a bit recently, right? I don't know if this is. I can't decide if this is heartless on this part of WWE or is it just a reality of the business, right? Alistair Black has been released. Zelina Vega is still in WWE on the road. That's got to put a test on your relationship. Shit the bed. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah, it probably, it, it probably does. Yeah, but you've got Charlotte WWE, Andrade AW, and just because of the different road schedules is what I mean. That's going to be tough. This is true. But would it put more of a test in your relationship if you were John Morrison and found out Batista was fucking your girlfriend? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I... <laughs> I would say that would be tricky, yes. <laughs> it would put a test on your it would, it would put a test on your relationship, and I'm going to say I believe a test on Molina's genitals as well, because um, Batista is uh, quite a large man. Absolutely. Notice um, the silence there with James processed the disgustingness that I just dropped. Yes. God knows how long it's taken the people at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Batista. I'm, oh, Batista. So on, onwards to, I've got the WWE Network. I've, yes. I, 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 I've clicked on, um, uh, what have I clicked on? I've got, I've, got it, I've got it up on my computer, albeit I'm going to put the sound down. I'll set got, this up as well, yes. I've set it up uh, for, um, oh, what is it, um, Shawn Michaels' entrance. So. Are you going to be, aren't you a bit short on time? Are you going to be able to do it? Uh, yeah, I'm sure if we start now, sure? I'll be able to do it. Yeah, why not? Why not? I just don't want to mess up the rest of your day. No, you're not going to mess up the rest of my day. If, t- if I'm a tiny bit late, it's not too bad. Okay. So, I've, got like this... one fi- I've got it at 152.31. Which, ma- which mania was it again? 25. Thank you. I'm literally doing this as we speak. I should have done it before. I apologize. No, uh, I've, got it, I've got it all spooled up. I'll be perfectly honest with you, Jess. When I rang you, in case you didn't gather, I was in a pub ten minutes down my road. So, oh. uh, <laughs> what were you drinking? Cider. Oh, what cider? Uh, I think it's called Sheppies. I I've never heard of it either. I mean, I know you don't drink, but uh, I, even I hadn't heard of it. Yeah. I know a, Michelle. And what is it? Um, Copenberg is her favourite. Copperberg. Copperberg. Yeah. And Copperberg, I'm with her on that. I love a Copperberg as well. Let's see now. Yeah, they're quite diverse now, aren't they? The side is, I tell you what, the last, I'd probably say half a dozen years, when you go even to the supermarket, they've become really, really quite diverse in what fruits they use. I agree with you completely. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I am not the, I'm the, when it comes to drinking, I'm very camp. If I'm honest with you, like when it comes to booze, right? I do. When it comes to booze, I, I mean, I hate beer. So I really, I hate it. It's disgusting. I, I don't drink, but I, yes. I really like. I, I really like cold, obviously non-alcoholic beer, and I. But I yes. really like my favourite drink is a shandy. I really? So much. Right. Because on a cold day, you've got the lemonade, you've got the sweetness of the lemonade, and the slightly bitterish. But not quite taste of beer. I normally use Beck's Blue. Oh yes. So for me, it's really, really, it's really, really refreshing. Um, I haven't found a decent non-alcoholic cider yet because I used to, I used to really like cider because for me it was like still, 
I feel like I'm kind of drinking a beer, but I'm not drinking the beer, and it tastes a bit like a soft drink, but nice. That so makes sense. Cider. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can say uh, because I say I hate beer. For me, the sweeter the drink, the better. So things like your girlfriend likes, like the sup, like the uh, Coverberg, is right up my street. Mm, so I'm the same with I've got it oh. set up. What time okay. did you say you're on? I'm on WrestleMania 25, and I yeah. clicked on the Shawn Michaels entrance bit. So, so we like, click on matches. Like one, are we talking 152.30, something like that? Yes. So am I. Should we hit, should we hit play after yeah. three? Yeah, yeah, so you say three, two, one, play, and we hit on play. So okay, on play, we hit. Okay. Three, in case anyone missed it, we're doing, we're going to watch and chat about Undertaker Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25. Cue it up if you want to, pause us, and then watch it with us type thing. So, three, two, one, play. Okay, it's playing. We're getting the entrance at the moment. Um, What did you think of this entrance? I'll tell you in about a minute because I can't remember anything about this entrance and it's happening right now. <laughs> it's basically Shawn Michaels coming down kind of like an angel. It does seem a bit like that, doesn't it? It, it reminds me of, was it just after this when they did this? Ma- oh, he, looks, he does look good in the white, though, I've got a bit. But he does. Do you remember just after this, or so, maybe it was earlier, I can't remember that, Shawn Michaels tag teaming with God? Yes, that was that was um, I think 2006 or 2007. That possibly backlash because it, it was after the yes, it, it was after the Michael oh, yeah. man match, wasn't it? And he goes, ah, I'm gonna, you know, and the Spirit Squad were there as well. So I think it was 2006 because that summer the DX reunited, didn't they? They had their reuniting with DX that year as well. Yes, they did. And it it was that feud was I don't think you can call it a feud because I don't. How do you book God? Who do you ring? You know what I mean? I was was raised Catholic, as you know. My dad is a deacon, and even he hasn't got his direct number. I don't know how it works. So um, that's a bit weird. But indeed. Maybe maybe we need to get a quote quote from your dad, then. He's the closest person to God that we both know. That would make sense. do you think my dad would be quite flattered by the closest man to God that we know? Probably quite. It's quite a compliment, really. <laughs> he probably, yeah, I'd imagine he probably, he probably, probably would be. So, um, but yeah, um, so WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels. This was, uh, this WrestleMania was absolute crap. Bear in mind, it's WrestleMania 25. They yes. had that horrible women's battle royal. Do you remember that? That that that. that oh yeah. Oh what, no! Yeah, I had to celebrate WrestleMania, the best of it, and then you have a guy win, win the women's battle royal. It was what a joke! What a middle finger to um, it, all the fans. To women's wrestling as a whole, yes, women's indeed. It was quite not, not not. It wasn't just weird because of Santino, uh, Santino, Morella winning. But I remember that there were some real legends of women's wrestling in that battle. Well, I think Trish was there, Lita was there, Tori Wilson, who was, you know, quite something, was there. And they brought them all out at the same time. No individual yep. entrances, which I found very sort of dismissive, you know? Sunny. And, that, and that's why, apparently, the, um, the booking, etc., was the rumour was that what's why Trish Trashis didn't do it, which I kind of agree. 
Oh, she didn't do it to the end. Oh, no, I misremembered. No, she wasn't in there. But no, and what a what a joke. You know, I remember WrestleMania. What is it? I think it was seventeen. They had the Legends Battle Royal. Oh, um, that the gimmick Battle Royal. Yes. Was it who won? Was it the Sheik? It was the Sheik. Yes. I think he won because medically he, it, was too, he was, it was too risky for him to go over the ropes. I've heard. No. But, um, that's I, really my, but it's a I, beautiful I fact if it's true. That's <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? I like that. I really enjoyed the gimmick battle royal because but then the gimmick battle royal was supposed to be silly. So it was yes. fine. If, uh, if, if, if anyone ever heard the phrase gimmick battle royal, they wouldn't go, this is going to be brilliant. So that, I think, to have a silly way is okay. But to have a women's battle royal at Mania should be a big event. And yet it wasn't, and that's why that was a bit shit. Oh, look at that lightning. Oh, I, I tell you what, I mean, we've both been in Raw. And, and even though, obviously, you don't get the set piece at Mania, but it is always amazing when The Undertaker, when the Undertaker comes out. I know, because I think, it was was it you and I, and uh, we were there for, was it a six-man tag, wasn't it, with, with Taker? Possibly, yes. I have a vague idea it was The Shield versus Taker, Kane and Daniel Bryan. I think so. I think that was it when we were... Well, we, we did Royal Taylor a couple of times, but that particular one where Taker was in, I think that was the, the match he was in, I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. I think that, that does ring a bell. I have promised my kids that um, well, I'll go back to the A2 at some point. Um. To, 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 watch, to watch a Monday Night Raw. But we'll hey, let, let me know when you do. I'd be tempted by that, as long as yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be, you know. No, definitely Monday Night. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I can't wait for, and I know I'm barking on about it a bit, but whenever, when AEW finally come to London, right, mm. firstly, it'd be amazing to be there. But secondly, I love the idea of being part of 10,000 people singing Chris Jericho's theme tune, the Fozzie song. Jupiter's. <laughs> Oh yeah, that would be good. That would be good, wouldn't it? Um, I mean, Chris Jericho has done so well since going to AEW, where it was a it was a risk, but he keeps reinventing himself, doesn't he? Or doesn't he almost? It's so he's he's up there. He's he's amazing. I'd, he's I'd, absolutely I'd, brilliant. I would easily put him now. I know, I know. You and I always used to say like you had the Rock and Stone Cold, those and Hulk Hogan, like the top echelon. And Chris Jericho, I wouldn't suggest he's there, but I'd definitely put him above people like Triple H. I would too. I would too. He's he's a top ten guy of all time these days. Because as yeah, you no, say, right. the re the reinventions have been so good. You know what? I just I just thought of a comparison for Chris Jericho that I think people will get. Chris Jericho yeah. with his constant reinventions is the Madonna of professional wrestling. <laughs> That's a good point. It's good. It's not yeah. that, is it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's an argument you can make that he's you too, but no. Um, cause, cause, oh, dear. Because cause, cause Madonna was still relevant, wasn't she, throughout. You too, there's an argument to be made, maybe not, I don't know. I would say you, you two reinvented themselves, and I know it's only again in the early 90s with the album Acton Baby, but if, if, you, if you had brought up that Jericho was like you two 10 years ago, I'd have said yes, but after all free iTunes album thing, sadly... They've pissed on their own legacy a bit, you two, unfortunately. Yes, that was that was that was very silly, wasn't it? And well, backfire. <laughs> it really did backfire in their face. 
Just a bit. I mean, can, I remember there being videos on YouTube saying this is how you remove U2's album. And then, my God, if you're that hated that there's YouTube videos telling you how to avoid your music, something's gone wrong. Yep. Something has gone wrong. And this, yeah. um, so they're, so they're, they're standing in the ring. And this is one of these. This is before they had these massive arenas, isn't it? These stadiums, even though that's, that's really big. I can't remember where this was. It's not as big as some of the stadiums they've had. Well, wherever it was, it it looks pretty damn big. I mean, yeah. Wasn't was it this? Wasn't it WrestleMania this one or a year or two before? Was back at uh, Detroit Ford Field. That was twenty three, I think. Ah, and this being twenty five, it's probably a stadium. As you say, maybe not quite as big as some of the others. Hmm. I may be wrong. Oh, look at that. So, yeah, what do you... Yeah, oh, so good. What do you think about The Undertaker? You're always wearing those, like, MMA-type gloves. Yeah, it really annoyed me. It, really, uh, it used to really annoy me when he did the MMA punches, because I always thought he was really good. But when he pretends to do all those those punch, 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 I always thought it looked terrible when he did, when he did them. I, I always remember you hating that and hating the... Because you, because you are a fan of both wrestling and MMA, you could see these bits I couldn't. The fact that the Hell's Gate is actually called a go-go platter and looks a bit weird, I never would have noticed that without you. So oh, okay. I, I, yeah. I, was, I was always fine with it, but I didn't know better. Well, yeah, but, then, but then look at it from his point of view. You're like an undead zombie undertaker, dark, dark man. You're going to kill them. But no, no, no. I'm going to put you... I'm going to put you in a jiu-jitsu type hold instead. Instead of doing a tombstone. It's a bit I, weird. I never thought of it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of something like a technical wrestler, like a Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Canadian wrestler X. Yes. You know what I mean, would, would do. Not a large, domineering, that I would, you know, you can't kill Anti, with anti Antichrist corpse type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell, I'm going to drag you to hell. Now I'll tap out from my jiu-jitsu hold. Yeah. for me yeah um, but i mean i mean we've got sean michaels i've got i've, I've got I mean, that, that that looked like a serious chop actually that really did have you got have you got them irish ripping each other now we're on the same time just yeah 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 now, now yeah irish ripping he's uh, sure oh he's holding sean michaels hand now well wrist and now he's on the neck and oh look at that right to the top of the buckle Oof, oh yeah no. you are about two seconds ahead of me i think in that case ahead of me. point point i stopped it for a second so i hope that'll be fine yeah, I just the DX side. DX jump. Yeah, I think I think we're in sync now. He's oh, himself, but yet a Luthers type press for the yeah. punches to the left and right, and somewhere down the middle, if you like. Uh, he, he shoves off Shawn Michaels. This was, I think, for me, this was one of the best matches at WrestleMania ever. I'm not uh, one of. It was pretty superb. I mean. I wonder this, how would you compare this to Shawn Michaels' angle from a few years earlier? I I think this is better because this was the first time, and it's become too common now, if I'm honest, Mike, but this was the first time we had somebody kicking out of so many finishes, you you did not know who was going to win. Now that makes sense. But now that's used too much. I agree. First time, yeah. I agree with you, Kabir. These days are very commonplace to kick out the finisher four or five times. Whereas then, as you yep. say, it was more novel, shall we say. Woo! I know, I know. 
I mean, I mean, part of my wrestling thing, I think I told you, I remember you had a, I think at the Great American Bash, you went up against Goldberg for the title and he did his, um, he did a spear on you and then he lifted you up for his, what is it called? Jackhammer. Jackhammer. And you kicked out at 2.9 and I was like, what the fuck? And uh, I couldn't believe it. And you carried on. I do uh, tend to do that, yeah. don't I? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should emphasize that we're talking about a computer game here. I never faced Goldberg <laughs> in real life. We never prefaced that. No, no, no. But oh, it's, no. I'm glad you didn't. It was more fun that way. It was, wasn't it? And there we go. Oh, the no. Elbow drop. Yeah, first pinfall. One, two, kick out. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, don't recognise the ref actually here. I haven't had much of a look in, so I'm going to say that he's called uh, Clem Fandango. Clan Fandango, he's been released clearly then. Clan Fandango has been released. I nicked that name, I'll be honest, for a British comedy show. But either way, Clan Fandango, which I've been. Clan Fandango <laughs> in stripes, looking like some kind of. Do you remember those sweets, humbugs? Yes. He looks like a, a slightly chubby humbug. Slightly chubby humbug. So we got this. I mean, oh, here we go, here we go. Old school. Well, they called it old school, but it used to be called Dead Man Walking, didn't it? I believe sure. you're right, yes. So why call it old school? I don't because he used to do it and he does it now. I know it doesn't make complete sense. If it was something that he stopped for ten years and then brought back, maybe yeah. Oh look, the, old school. Oh, and he's crushed himself. Oh yeah, he has, hasn't he? That that is very unfortunate. Did you hear that he and Michelle McCool was at eleventh anniversary of marriage the other day? Oh, that was going well. That's pretty nice. He was sweet. married to Sarah, wasn't he? he had that, Sarah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, but, oh, oh, look at that nice. Nice. Um, I, yes, I tell you what, Shawn Michaels, I think, is one of the best sellers in terms of, you know, as in like. No, yes, into into selling move and make me feel like he's really hurt. He's very good. Yes. Yeah. You know what? This this makes me think. You remember when you remember obviously Rock Cena the first time they wrestled each other? Oh yeah. I remember the Rock was selling so well. I couldn't tell if it was him selling or if it was knackers. This is his first match in years. <laughs> he did it so well, I believed it. You know what I mean? It could have been a bit of both. Well, you never know. Oh, there we go. Figure four leg lock, I think. Figure four. I thought he was trying to go for a shot shoot initially, but we got we got the figure four leg lock. Me That's too. really painful in real it life. Is. If someone puts it on you, I know it kills. It's like your shin's going to snap, isn't it? It very much is. I mean, I don't know if you found the same thing, but when it's first put on you, for three seconds you feel nothing, and then suddenly, ah! I know it's like your whole leg's going to snap. It kills. It's a bit like the way I make love. <laughs> the first three seconds, the first three seconds you feel nothing. Then suddenly, ah, and then your legs feel like it's going to fall off. Wow. Don't you remember I, that? <laughs> no, no. I, I might suggest a doctor there, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. No, no. I, uh, I've never made love to a doctor. It's a nice tip for you to give, but, you know. <laughs> it's a nice tip. <laughs> Touche. Um, Thank you. Oh, there we go. It, I look, it looked like initially they were doing sit-ups together, but no, 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 no. They're clearly, they're, they're clearly tangled, tangled. Interestingly, Undertaker didn't really reverse it very well. You know when they, when they, turn, when they turn around on their front? Oh, yes. The he no, he just punched his way out instead. Drop kick to the knee there. Kick to the point, to the point I'm making, wrapping him teeth like a pound of bacon. Sure, yes. Michael's loves his vanilla ice. He 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 does he does doesn't he? You think it'd be John Cena, but no, no. Well, what do you think of what do you think of Shawn Michaels' trousers outfit? Here? I quite like it. 
Yeah, it's got the cross on. I like the. To, it might look even better if it was black and white rather than white and this kind of mauvey brown colour. Oh, but I like I it. Think, yeah, I think the mauvey brown colour might you, you add the black to it and it's a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Predominantly, just use black and white. It would be better. Yeah, you're right. But maybe he's right. He would clash with the referee, Clem Fandango, with the black and white. This is this is true. Oh, we got it in the corner. We got it in the corner. I'll tell you what. This this match, oh. I can't. You, you you can't really say it started slow because there's not been too many Randy Orton rest holds, has there? So yeah, another headlock, Randy. Another yes, another headlock. Oh, here we go. Snake, Boom! Snake Big boot. And again, taken and sold very well by Sean as you were getting at. That spin yeah. as he took it. But you're right. They, they, there's there's no. There's been very few rest. Ever, no rest holds really. The closest you could say was the figure four, and that wasn't for very long. No, no. And these are two guys on the... In their 40s, yeah. I know, and they're best... I mean, yes, they went on for a lot longer, but they're both in the late afternoon of their career in terms of now and taking them retired. Shawn Michaels was in the twilight of his career in hindsight because we knew, we now know he retired the, the next mania. Here we go, chokeslam, chokeslam. Oh, here we go. Oh, the oh. crossface. I'm not going to call it the quick... Oh, whoops. Um, was, that, was that the first time we had the crossface since Benoit? I think he was the first person to do it since Benoit. This one, I've been the very first time. No, 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 no. the first person to do it since yes. Benoit's incident. He was, wasn't yes, he? I, I think it was Sean. You're right. Yes, and then was like, yeah, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know whether to cheer this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when the, it's almost when the comedian makes. A somewhat funny, but it's gone over the line kind of joke. Yes, it's, it's, they go, well, it's slightly funny, but a bit too racist. Yes, a bit, or yeah, if something is, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those, isn't it? I don't know if I can laugh at this, it's, but yeah. Um, People look at me like that all the time. So this is this is now blatantly the first the, the, the first rest hold, but there we go. I, I, I tell you what, these guys are still quite stacked when you look at them, when you look at their muscles. Very true. So, uh, I mean, I mean, both of them. Sean Michaels now looks terrible. He looks so old now, doesn't he? The lack of hair doesn't help, if we're honest. I don't, I don't, no. be, I don't be too mean to the guy, but the but the hair somehow kept him looking a lot younger, which is a theory I'm trying to test myself every day. Well, I know. I mean, I saw yourself in the picture in, in a picture on Facebook. You've lost so you've lost so much weight. You look amazing. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Yeah, for, for, yes, uh, boys and girls, I've recently lost 42 pounds or 20 kilograms. Well, 19, either way. Wow, that's that's like a whole person. More or less. Thank you. That's all right. There was a thing a few years ago, right, where Stephen Fry, who I love, lost six stone, right? And at the same time, Dara O'Brien, another comedian, one lost four stone. And I think between the two of them, they've lost a woman. <laughs> That's a human being. That is a human. That is a human being, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so, so we have we, got another another nice little Irish whip after a few uh, slaps to the chest. Both of both of them are now on the ground. Is Undertaker gonna gonna sit up? Do his classic sit up there? Oh, never gets off. Sit up first. Oh no, sure, Michael. Get uh, yeah. Did not see that coming. And and Undertaker's just sort of rolling up, as it were. Some yeah. sitting involved. I know, I know. And, and are we going to get a switch in music? No, I thought maybe he's going to tune out the band. No, we've got... Inverted the tro- atomic drop first. Knife edge drop. Amazing. Thank you, darling. Because I was going to be like, what a manoeuvre. 
Um, yeah. Hello, Tony Schiavone. I didn't know you were on the podcast. How are you? There's his beaver. <laughs> I've always loved Schiavone. But the more I watch AEW, the more I realise he doesn't know a lot of the moves. No, so, no, no. Who would you say the best commentator is of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Uh, it's a tricky one, but I, I, I'm tempted to say Michael Cole just to annoy you, but no. Oh, uh, Jim, no, no, no it's got to be well, Jim. It, it's got to be Jim Ross. It has to be. It has. Absolutely, it has. I, yeah, I'm hearing him in the back. Yeah, Chokeslam. Uh, yeah, it is Jim my Ross. Faith, my favourite would be Jim Ross, or I love Joey Styles. Oh, he was really good, wasn't he? He was great. He didn't need a colour man. He was just great on his own. Oh, there's the go-go kung yeah. fu platter. Is that racist yeah, to call really. it kung fu platter? It's, it's, uh, you can call it what you want, mate. It's a load of shit. That's what it is. I'm going to call it Sharon it. in that case. Um, I mean, that's, that's how he ended, I think, WrestleMania 24 against Edge. I think Edge tapped out to it. And it was, for me... Tapping out to a move that you're not well known for. He was trying to get the move over. Yeah. It didn't work. It's like John Cena with his um, with his with his STF. It looks horrible. And I never felt it was really that over. I mean, it's it's WrestleMania. I thought with, with the edge one from 24, pin him with a freaking tombstone in the middle of the ring if you're winning. It's WrestleMania. Get a life. I know what you mean, but it feels like on the, it feels like WrestleMania match should end with a with a pinfall. I'm with you. Yeah. And also, also, I remember thinking when Undertaker and Edge faced each other, as you say, mainly 24, going into it, Edge and Taker, neither of them had ever lost at Mania. And no, no. one mentioned it. I they could have won that so much more. I, I remember in the lead up to it, I, I, a few wrestling news shows I listened to were like, oh, someone's O has got to go. And I like, I like that idea. Um, That's right, they didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't made as big as it probably should have been made. Do you think that someone's own is a cockney prostitute? Someone's yeah. own. I got this own down the road. She's lovely. Pay her 20 quid. Cool, blimey. She's an own. Did that Come work? On, oh, I swear. Yeah. Oh. Did that work? Was that just me rambling? Was that just me rambling or was that funny? Uh, no, no, that was good. That was good. Just checking. Uh, cockney rhyming slang. Cockney rhyming slang. Do you know any Cockney rhyming slang? Um, bag of sand, Tommy Tank. What's a bag of sand? Hand. Uh, a grand, I think. A thousand pounds. Oh, I've never knew that one. I think Tommy Tank is a wank. Tommy Tank is a wank, yes. I'm not sure. There are few. There's, there's a Joanna. Oh, that looked nasty. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's a hell. It's not even a that's bump. That's just fucking heinous. <laughs> I'm taking sitting there going, uh, I think I fucked up there. Um, yeah, he just he just jumped from the the top rope and it just looked horrendous. I only on WWE Pod could we segue between that horrific bump and Cockney masturbation. I know. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oof. Oh, oh my! You, you just hear the thuds. It was just horrible. That is where horrible. Was, where was Undertaker? There's another really bad moment in this match, I remember as well. As in, like, I'm going to be wincing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, 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 will say, I will say this, though. If you would say normally to a 40-year-old man, take that bump, they would die. Shawn Michaels shrugs it off, cracks on. I know, I know, I know. It's just how tough these men are. 
I'm surprised JR's not going, oh my god, he's dead. Don't go! They killed him! No, uh, Undertaker. I mean, interesting. The ref's not counting. He's not counting because I think I, I think that. Oh, here we go. Undertaker. Ah, we go. Watch this. I remember oh, that one. one. The cameraman. Undertaker had really, really ruined himself then, because now, what, what, with the Undertaker jumping over the ring, it almost looks like I thought he'd broken his neck the first time I saw it. Yes. And I was so relieved instantly when he started to move. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be car edited, but I remember there was a massive, there was a fairly long pause in the match now. Um, I, as in, like, a long wait. I assume that they would leave it leave it in, and just as it was. Well, I, I guess we'll find out. For the match. Yeah, because even if they were faking, I don't think they were. I think they wanted to check on the, the Undertaker. It made it like, oh my God, the length these two are kind of going to, you know? The effort that they were going to to win. Yeah, here we go. Here's the replay. Look at the Undertaker's head when he jumps. Yeah, here we go. And he's jumping. It just looks nasty. Look. Oh, there we go. It's not the best angle, but I know what you mean. The only thing that saved his life, essentially, was a chubby cameraman. I've got to stop saying chubby. Just because I've lost weight, I've got to stop saying chubby. That's very mean of me. It is, but but then they, what? What do they want the cameraman to do? He's 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 got a fucking camera. He's not. How can he? He's never amongst the Sunday. He's going to be able to catch the poor guy. And wouldn't it be quite silly if he caught him and carried him like people do on their wedding nights? Yeah, he caught him, carried him away, and then Shawn Michaels wins by count out. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> and then you have, and then you, they show backstage. You're going, take it. I've always loved you. I love you too, cameraman. And then they embrace even further. I tell you what, I could not wait for Raw. <laughs> so we've got, uh, we've got Undertaker from that angle. It like he's about to kiss the ref, but um, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to, he's getting in the ring. He looks absolutely knackered. I'm uh, most of that, I imagine, is selling. What is uh, he doing to yeah. the ref? I'm not sure. It's like he's trying to remove his yeah. clothing. I oh, know it's from a different angle now, but oh, here we go. Shows the ref off. Okay, I mean, what I think happened is he's meant to drop the camera and catch the Undertaker, but he really did not. Uh, the Undertaker, see, they're surely looking at this now, Mike. I mean, yes. I mean, you've been actually in the ring more than me. They are buying time now. I mean, the Undertaker is they're, they're, surely he's a bit concerned about himself because there's been no actual wrestling now. And Undertaker and Shawn Michaels is just trying to keep us entertained while the well, Taker sorts himself out. Or what do you reckon? I think you're absolutely right. I think that I, I think for him to leave on the camera, I think that was planned. I do, because you would just you would just drag over a camera. But I think you're right. I think he took the bump harder than he meant to. And now Shawn Michaels is absolutely brilliantly padding for time. I think you're absolutely right. Well, I Kevin. like the panel. Come on, take it. Get up. Um. Carol, you can do it, big man. That's it, that's it. The crowd, are, the crowd are really into it. As they should be. And unfortunately, WrestleMania wasn't going to get much better than this match, was it? We had that awful Triple H Randy Orton match. I mean, this Oh, was, um, God, that was this one. Yeah, that was yeah. shit. I, after this match, I was like, oh, my God, that match was amazing. And, yeah, so there we go. How do you top it? Oh, wait, you didn't. No, this was the peak of this year's mania by a long, long way. Definitely. Right, okay, yes. tuning out the band, Mike. Yeah. Tuning out the band. Here we go. 
And Shawn Michaels with that beautiful grimace on his face, using his facials very well. Oh, here we go. I think I paused it too much. I think you're now ahead of me. But either way, oh. near enough. Oh, he's missed. Choke slam. He got a choke slam. He missed. Choke he's slam. coming by the throat. He's gonna puke. Oh! There we go. I mean, I mean, when, when does Undertaker get a pin someone with a choke slam? We know this is safe. We know that's safe. Even though he gets a cheer. Um, absolutely. Do you think it might be fun if instead of going one, two, three, from now on all commentators did it in German? Eins, zwei, drei. Yes, maybe. That might be a laugh. Under toi. Oh, we could go for the. I mean, maybe for Rene Dupree was commentating. Yes. These, I saw something very bizarre on the interweb the other day. Rene Dupree claimed that WWE have tried to bring him back several times. As if he would say no. Yes. What else is he doing? <laughs> I have no idea what Rene Dupree's doing. I have not. Oh. Well, I, I know we didn't get a sweet chin music, though. Oh, we're getting another choke slam. No. No sweet chin music. There we go. No! Taker is down. Taker is down, etc. He is re- he's very much down, isn't he? Um, this is, so, I mean, we know this is going to be a one-two, no, but still. It's still fun. It is. One, two, no. No. But, yeah. Replay nice, that. Not, Nice work. The crowd are really into it. Beautifully done. It's what it's what Shawn Michaels has always been brilliant with showing the supposed emotions that he feels in a match. I always remember a couple of years after this when it was Undertaker. Is that Undertaker Triple H in the cage match, and you had Shawn Michaels showing as the referee, showing how torn he was between the two. And he did it so beautifully. It was so, so impressive. Have you got a hand around the throat at this point? No, I've got... Yes, yes, I do now. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, hand around the throat, and he's now standing up. And he's kicked him. And And now he's he's holding his head. Um, It looks like we're going to get... Are we going to get Tombstone? Are we going to get... No, we're going to get the last ride, which is... No, he... No, he's... uh, It looks like he's head-banging his crotch from that angle there, wasn't it, with that camera? You never know! No, you never know. Okay, here we go. Now we're going to get a last ride. Yes, no! we are. What would That's... you rather take? The last ride or a tombstone? I... Oh, God. I think One, I'd rather... two. He kicks out. No! I think I would probably rather take a tombstone. Purely it's because... More, it's more controlled. Is it? It's more controlled. Also, to come down from that high up would scare the tits off me. Yeah, cause he's, I mean, think about it. The Undertaker's not that far from seven foot. From yes. Head, and he's, yeah, when you look at and then Shawn Michaels is pretty much on his shoulders. Yeah. So you, you're you're, you're looking head. at over eight feet, aren't you? Oh, oh the more. Your head would be like ten foot in the air. I'd be scared shitless. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that would be a guaranteed one, two, three for me. I'd be not getting up from that. Indeed. So we've got The Undertaker um, with his curly hair. I always felt, I forget how curly his hair was. Do you remember in the olden days? I say the olden days. When he oh. first debuted, how curly his hair was. I thought you were going to say, remember the old days where they'd say, eat your crusts and you'll get curly hair. Oh, I remember those days. Yep, yeah, the crust and the pizza. Gives you curls on your hair. Oh, yeah. but he misses with the elbow. Does, doesn't he? He does. He clearly didn't eat his crusts. 
he clearly he clearly did not eat his crusts. But yeah, they used to say that to me for crusts on your bread rather than on a pizza. Would be oh, okay. eat your crust to get curly hair. But now I look back, and I'm nothing against people with curly hair, but why was that a particular want? Eat your crust curly get, hair. Yeah, is it eat your crust to get curly hair? And then what if the kid goes, I like my hair as it is? Enough with the crusts. You're, you're a bit screwed then, aren't you? Really? Uh, as, yeah, like, oh, damn, this parenting's trickier than I thought. <laughs> yes, that's, I imagine it is. <laughs> At that point, I think, absolutely. Curses! So, <laughs> amen. So we've got, under, so we've got Shawn Michaels now going over, but no, he's doing the... Uh, He's Skinning doing the more rumble. Or trying to, at least. Yeah. Five. 19, here we go. Oh, oh no. We, we've got a tombstone. Have we got a tombstone? Oh, it's, it's done so well, isn't it? And we've got I, a beautiful tombstone. See, I thought that was it for me when I first won. So I did not, but then I could not believe he kicked out of that. And the, fact, that, the fact that he did the tongue out and the legs back, the whole thing, really, really makes me that's it. And look at his face. Look at his eyes and the takeout. I know he's he's like how am I going to do this? I mean it was brilliant. The psychology in this was was fantastic. It was superb. I mean and I don't think he's struggling up until the point where he gets he needs to not struggle as in like you know don't hurt yourself. And it was really really good at the last minute he got ready for it and it was just fantastic and it was a one two no kick out. Oh brilliant brilliant Mike. It was I, I, and fantastic. I bet there are a lot of people, like young younger wrestlers, backstage going, so that's how it's done. <laughs> you know yes. I mean? If these two older guys can have the match of the night, I clearly have stuff to learn. I know, and it's such a shame, because at this point, Undertaker was still undefeated. Then Brock Lesnar came along and made uh... it completely pointless. I mean, I still would not have defeated him in Mania, even against Roman Reigns. I would have remained. I think he still should have been remained undefeated throughout because that's the. I mean, that despite Undertaker's very long career, that's the one thing he can claim over anyone. Hulk Hogan, Rock. That Cena. defines him, sadly. Yeah. Or to an extent, did at the time. It did. Now uh, it's just wasted. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, he's, he's wasted right now, is he? Somewhere in Texas, he's pissed <laughs> us apart. Because of that, yeah. Yeah. Celebrating, celebrating eleven years, of course. Ah, good luck to them. Oh, hello. Oh, oh my God. That was brilliant. Like, a, what was that? It's DDT. It, it, yes, it was. But Christ knows what else you call it. Call it. I, I would just um, call it a DDT. A DDT with flaming legs. A DDT? Like a, like a roll around DDT? Yeah. Go, Whee! Whee! I would call that a DDT if you're on a waltzer. DDT if you're on a waltzer. And I hate waltzers, but you know. Yeah. I've ne- I don't. I'm sure I've told you before. I hate um, theme park rides. No, oh, see, I love theme parks. Ah. This why one, you and I have never rides? been to one. Sorry, darling. Why do you hate theme park rides? You're just not they, a fan. They scare the shit out of me and give me a headache. I've just never understood them. Oh, I would love to take you on a theme park ride then, just to see, just to see how scared you'd be. Oh, it's hilarious. But I'd go full park stealth. Oh, God, no. Yeah, yeah, naught to 80 in, what, two two seconds? Oh, 205 feet high, but the whole thing lasts 10 seconds and it's over. Well, we're back to my sex life again. Shawn Michaels is up on the top rope. <laughs> he is, he is on the top rope. He's, he's about to do his WrestleMania elbow. Which hits, 
right to the heart of the Undertaker. I once went to Thorpe Park with my mates Darren and John, and my weird way of coping with the ride scaring the shit out of me was to sing to myself during the rides. What ride did you go on? All of them, and they were all shits. <laughs> I'm so sorry. When I know. Oh, this was years ago, like 2007, maybe earlier. Oh, so, so Stealth would have been there. Oh, I'm good. sure it was, and I'm sure I went on whatever Stealth is. But... So that really, really, it basically goes from zero to 80 really quickly. It's so about, do I, and it really is. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. He's chilling, out, he's chilling out the band again. Shawn Michaels chilling out the band. Is this going to hit, Mike? I would say yes. Okay, we're going for a yes. We're, go- we're going for a yes. I, it's been a, it's been must have been over six years since I've watched this match. Here we go. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Come on, Sean, cover him. Here we go, crawling himself over. Go on, heartbreak kids. Sorry. With one, it's gonna two. With someone taking no! that long, you know it's gonna be a no, don't you? When he's taking that long. Well, they drag themselves over like that. Yes, you're right. Yep. Unless you're a selfish twat like Triple H. In a match yeah. against Booker T at WrestleMania, where you take about uh, 30 seconds to cover. Oh, God. That's, that how, that that's how you put someone in a main event and bury them at the same time. Yeah, what? Yeah, but then, yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Madness, I tell thee. Madness. I, I don't think. Did you know Triple H allegedly had some. I, I generally think he had an ego at around that time. And yes. there was an article. Um, um, where they had to review a wrestling game, the um, gaming magazines, yeah. wrestling game, and they were allegedly told by WWE or the, the press pack not to put Triple H in any compromising positions or screenshots of him losing. What? Allegedly, so yeah, yeah you can Google it. If that's true, then that's insane. I mean, well, that's that's what... I know, because if, if I'd been the editor, I'd have put him in a Brian Panties match and made him lose. Yes. But there we go. So yeah. Stephanie. Yes, yeah, definitely. Just, yeah. to, just to make clear who's the boss in that relationship. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wish I was wrong, but it wouldn't have surprised me if he had an ego. It wouldn't have surprised me either. The weird thing is, I was never a fan of Triple H as a wrestler, but as a booker and creative force, I'm a big fan of his because of NXT. Yeah, it's right, yeah, yeah. It's almost like we're looking at two different people, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Oh, what a boot. That was a brilliant boot and sell by Shawn Michaels, twisting and twisting himself around. Um, I I mean, I do feel that Shawn Michaels, in in that massive Triple H Shawn Michaels feud, I did feel that Shawn Michaels should have got more wins than he did. You know what? I don't remember who won the majority of two goes. The only one I really remember is their SummerSlam match that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, Shawn Michaels won that. That was brilliant, wasn't it? And that was great. Ruined him, but that was such a good match. His first match, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that was a good SummerSlam because that was a Brock winning, winning, beat, beating the Rock as well. The main event. That was a good match too. It was, and there we go. But, oh, look at that! Look at that! Right in the face, Shawn Michaels, the, the Undertaker, and they're both lying on the floor again. The two of them collapsed in a heap of emotion and masculine muscleness. <laughs> masculine muscleness. I've not heard that before. That's good. I just made it up. I'm glad you liked it. I did like it. I did like it. Thank you. Masculine muscleness. It's like the opposite of us. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> there we go. 
is he going to be? It's going to be a, a moonsault, but. So much for recommending that match. I really, I mean, what a match! No problem. Thank you for commentating and being silly on it with me. It's, it still stands up as a fun match, but it's even more fun when I do it with you, dear. Oh, ditto, mate. That was a, it was a fun, it, it was what, yeah, fantastic match. Absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Oh, I really, I, I tell you what, I really enjoyed doing that. Me too. We should, maybe, we should, maybe we should do a match to show. Well, that's what I was going to suggest because, yes, we commentate, but then we start the match itself brought other topics to talk about. As yes, well, isn't it? It certainly did. Like, like a company rhyming masturbation slang. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know what you mean. It brings in other bits. Yeah, let's do this again next time. Sounds great. But how about uh, the next? The next one you should pick the match because I picked this one. <laughs> See, I'm I, I'm half tempted to pick, but I won't because we've already commentated on it. I'm Go half on. To pick, uh, the Undertaker Hulk Hogan at Halloween Havoc or whatever. Yeah, uh, not the Undertaker. No, the uh, Ultimate Warrior. Sorry. Hogan, I don't think yeah. they ever did do that. Yeah, they had a match. It was horrible. You know, we've talked about it, but I don't think we ever comment, commentated on it. I think we did. But really? That's, it, it is a very... It's not a very, it's not a very long match. But yes. We could do it again anyway, just for a We're going to do it again. We'll do yeah. it again. Yeah. WCW Ultimate Warrior. Versus Hulk Hogan. I forget the year. It's in the nineties. Ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um. So yeah. So so. Um, I, I mean, that's it. Undertaker wins. What a match. One of Undertaker. Well, Undertaker's best match at Mania. One of I say one of Shawn Michaels's because I think he had a really good match against Jericho at WrestleMania nineteen. That and was he had, right. Yeah. Um. And he had another good match against Undertaker. The, the next Mania, but I don't think it was as good as this one. I agree. This first one set the standard. It was the better one. I agree with you. Yeah, because the, the, the other one was almost like a movie sequel. We'll do bigger and better. And it was bigger. There were more, I think, kicking out of people's finishes, it felt. But it was yes. just like a more, a, a, just a, 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 a rehash of the first one with more trying to put more action in but I don't think it meant as much more but when they, when Hollywood remake films these days they take a 70s yeah, yeah. classic and try and redo it on a bigger scale that kind of thing yeah it's basically a Hollywood remake of their original match yeah I mean <laughs> it meant because we knew it was Shawn Michaels' last match but, the sure. end, but taking that away the match itself no I thought this 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 was a classic um but yeah and obviously as you mentioned Shawn michaels versus kurt angle i think that's an amazing match as well that's that really that it's like technically beautiful yeah it, fantastic mike but there we go so uh i guess i guess take it away i will take it away before we take ourselves away to other things that we do and i will finish with this quote from the legendary philosopher james kelly for fuck's sake, Mike, put the anchovies in my bottom and get on with it. Good night. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies, the crap that we love.
again. Yeah.